Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back, back to, to the, the best. best. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Back to the Best. I'm David. And I'm Grace. And this is our podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s, which is also known as the best times. To all of our first time <laughs> listeners, welcome. And to all of our former besties returning, welcome back. Guys, we're not going to lie. I thought my dog was barfing in the middle of the intro. Mm-hmm. So if it sounded a little bit off, it was because we thought there was a medical emergency. Not because she, we make her sick. No, 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 no. No. No, I think she she's, just, she's overwhelmed. She gets excited. Uh, she gets excited. Back to the best. Mm-hmm. She was like, is that? Really, them? And you know, when you get so excited, you just have to just vomit. You just barf, even though she didn't. You didn't barf, did ya? She's like, no. she's like, please stop talking about it. This is really embarrassing. She's like, mom, all my friends listen to your podcast. Please stop. I love like giving dogs voices and then also acting like they're teenagers. Mm-hmm. Like fun. embarrassed and yeah, just angsty. wait. God, wait till we have an actual teen. You and I will be so old when she's an actual teenager. Oh my God. How old will we be? Will we be? I was just talking about this, not about whatever. <laughs> Gravita. Gravita is a um teenager. But we were talking about, obviously, I think everyone today was talking about the How I Met Your Father premiere. Yes. If you weren't talking about it. What are you what, living under what a rock? Are you even talking about? But anyway, we were talking about because you know, obviously, Hillary Duff's character in the show is telling a story that happens in the year 2023, but in the show, like her future self is in like 2050, whatever. And we were all just like saying how old we're going to be in 2050. Oh my God, we're it's like be so 20, old. 27 more years. One day we're going to wake up and it's going to be 2050. Do you think we'll still be doing this podcast? <laughs> mm-hmm. But still. <laughs> But still never expanding the years. We're only 1990 to mm-hmm. 2009. Yes, told, sir. We've we told the same fun facts about every single show that could have happened. <laughs> God help us when it comes to be Christmas time. What are we going to talk about? Anyway, thank God we're young and cute. And that's really the main takeaway from our podcast. <laughs> I did see Hillary Duff on Seth Meyers. I saw her because she's been doing like lots of press. Um, she's everywhere right now. She is. She's everywhere. I didn't realize they showed that. Um, why is his name escaping me? He is was her teacher in Razor Voice, and he's also in How I Met Your Father, and he's in Sex in the City. Oh, mm-hmm. he's, I can Aiden, he's Aiden from Sex in the City. I can't I tell his you name, his actual name. It's flying out of my head. But Seth had Seth like put up two photos side by side because in Razor Voice, he's her music teacher. And in How I Met Your Father, they have like a kissing scene. Oh, (laughs) Hillary. That had to have been like a teensy bit weird, but she was saying that she's a big like Sex in the City fan. So all she was thinking was like, this is Aiden from Sex in the City. Razor Voice. Yeah. But she gave us that iconic. La 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 la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the best one is have you seen it? The meme where it's literally it's written out. Like it's almost like phonetically broken up how many different like sounds come out of her mouth. Yeah, raise your voice is a great one. But yeah, she's 
she's all over the place promoting How I Met Your Father. Which I will say, I watched the premiere last night, right on the dot, right when it came out at 9 p.m. Good for you. And there's a part where she sings for a little bit, and I gasped. How did it sound? What did she I sing? mean, like, she's not, like, singing seriously. It's, like, a scene where they're doing, like, a, they're, like, the song isn't playing at the party. So she's, like, I'll just sing it. And then oh. she goes to sing. And then someone else takes over. Josh Peck takes over. Oh, right. Josh Peck is in it, too. Mm-hmm. How do we get on that show? I guess we just have to call someone. Yeah. Does anyone have a good contact number for us? We really just need a contact number and then and then then think we're good. Yeah, I think our personalities will get us through the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. And we can also sing. Hey now, hey now. <laughs> we just go on set. We're like, down Santa Claus Lane. She's like, down Santa Claus Lane. <laughs> I'll bring all my Hillary vinyls. I see it right behind you. Oh, yeah. I just got new frames. Oh, they're nice. You guys Thank can't you. see it, but David got new frames. But oh, my God. God, you guys, I don't want to spoil it because it's only been out for a day by the time you listen to this a few days. But mm-hmm. the How I Met Your Mother cameo <gasps> that happens in the premiere. Was it spoiled at all? Like, were you surprised when you watched or did you have an did you have an idea that somebody might pop up? So the season finale of season one, they got I feel like it's fine to say now it's been like months. I think so. From season one. Yeah, they get they get Kobe Smolders who played Robin mm-hmm. and How Met Your Mother. She pops in in season one of How Met Your Father. So I, I figured someone else would come in. I was not expecting it to be in the first <gasps> episode. Okay, that's good. Because mm-hmm. I feel like things like that are very hard to keep under wraps. I will say I saw that Entertainment Weekly just straight up posted a picture of the person who appears in it and all the comments are like so mad because it literally hasn't even been out 24 hours and they just post like not even like a spoiler alert a warning just boom there it is that is annoying it's Mm -hmm. like when big brother is on and we'd say this every year behind we're behind and it's like people who post about the winner because they watched on the east coast just wait like three more hours yeah just wait three more hours Nice. I mean, what we just end up not looking at social media. There's a during Big Brother season, there's a lot of days where I can't look at social media if I'm behind. It's the one time a year that I'll take Instagram breaks. Do you ever like delete the app? Like um remove it from your I had to delete Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for the Big Brother finale because so many times I'd be like, Oh, just don't open it. But it's just such a habit to pick up my phone, open up Instagram. And a couple times last year, I would like open up Twitter without thinking about it and then like see a spoiler right away. So I just deleted it for the finale. We're addicted. We're addicts. Our thumbs have a mind of their own. They do. The phone appears in our hand and it's just, I didn't even click it. It's just open. I don't know how it happened. No, it's not our, it's actually not our fault. No, it's honestly society's (laughs) fault. It's society's fault. And David and I both have our pointer fingers in the air. It is society's fault. That's today's topic society guys <laughs> let's list the faults it's its fault <laughs> okay okay and thank you for coming we we talk about society today versus society in the 90s not a terrible time not a bad idea should we not do it maybe we will a bad idea maybe we will it might maybe not be today to no we haven't done no research on no, that i've done no research on that so it's just it's not going to be today but stick around make sure you're following us at btgb podcast just a plug in the beginning of the episode mm-hmm. 
Anyway, how the heck are you? Good. All right. um no i'm good i uh this weekend i went to the titanic exhibition in los angeles yes so my coworker went to that she went to it a couple weeks ago i feel like it's gotten good feedback like it's gotten pretty good reviews because i feel like a lot of times these like little pop-up ones just are not great but i'd seen really good reviews for this one and i recommend it was were rose and jack oh not jack was rose there though their costumes were. Oh, did you get to try it on? No. That's super weird. So weird. They forgot to button Jack's pants too. Oh my, he's indecent. <laughs> oh my God. I wish that, did, I w- what if they had like a green screen area and it was like a floating door and people could oh. reenact like the Jack and Rose. With the whistle. Oh, oh God, they're so cold. Oh, there's a part oh. at the, towards the end of the, I, they call it the exhibition, and I just love calling it the exhibition. There's a um, part at the end of the exhibition where there's a an iceberg, and you get to put your hand in it to feel how cold it would have been. Oh, my God. Was it actually very cold? It was cold. Oh, my gosh. I think you I know, said it was two degrees off. It was the thing you put your hand in was two degrees warmer than the water would have been. No, see, that's not for us. I don't, we d- wouldn't really do well on a, any type of cruise in the cold. No, no, I don't. I feel like, do you think that's why that doesn't really happen as much? Like summer cruises are promoted more because of like the icebergs. I mean, the like people do cruises to Antarctica. You're right. And I think Antarctica. I remember when I was younger and anytime like a cruise was brought up, people were like, but did you see the Titanic? You might not make it off. And mm-hmm. you always had to be re-reminded that they do have enough lifeboats now. So I the, they had warning. Mm-hmm. They just didn't mm-hmm. listen to it. I will say you as you enter the exhibition, mm-hmm. you get handed <laughs> you get handed a boarding pass, boarding card. And it has a person who was actually on the Titanic, a little bit about them. Oh, that's cool. And then as you leave, you find out if you survive or die. And I will say it kind of took away from the memorial room because instead of it being like a actual memorial, it's just everybody. Look <laughs> did, I die? did I die? Did I, I die? Did I die? Did I die? Did I die or not? Okay. Did you die? So I was in first class and I was nice. feeling really good because most people in first class did survive. Can I have a question quickly? Was, did they give it to people based off what they, their profiled gender? Like, did they give you a man because you're a man? They did give me a man. He just kind of handed me the card. I don't know if he, yeah. Okay. Um, I did not make it. So sorry. But. You know, the reason I was asking was because the women and children were put on the boats first. So I thought if you were a man. Yeah. Is it said that like a lot of the, they first started like doing like people in first class mm-hmm. um, True. and then it like had a list of all of the lifeboats that went out and like the number of seats on them versus the number of people on it. And there were so many empty seats. See, that's what's so crazy. Yes. They didn't fill all the boats. So I guess they were just panicking. They really needed to do that differently, didn't they? <laughs> the understatement of the century. They really needed to just like rethink the whole Titanic process. And did you know that if you're rich, you can like anybody can go see the Titanic now? Like, 
I, I, you know how your phones are always listening to you. I swear yeah. that my phone knows that I went to the Titanic <laughs> thing and now I keep getting ads about anything Titanic related. <gasps> and yeah, you can pay to do, go do like an expedition and like submarine down. on down. Should we do it? We're not rich. Oh, crap. I always forget. And you're pregnant. I guess. Can you deep dive when you're pregnant? Probably not. Sure. Sure. <laughs> We're down there and I'm like, I, guys, I think my water's breaking. They're oh, like, oh, Gravita born. Gravita we'd have born. to, we'd have to name her Rose. Or just Titanic. Oh. <laughs> Titanic Speaking Rose. of Rose, mm-hmm. Britney Spears changed her name on Instagram to River Rose. And mm-hmm. we think that that's going to be the name of Grace's the baby. unborn child. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not kidding. I like that name. Especially because Grace's husband's last name is Russell. So it. The name would be River Rose Russell. It writes I itself. Mean, I it's, mean. It's like Brittany knew. It's, it's like she knew we needed a name and she did that for us. We have no explanation as to why she's. Ri- oh, it now says River Red. Oh. Yeah, um, has it always Red. been River Red? Maybe I was wrong. Oh, can you even see? It? Oh, yeah, there it was. I saw it. River Red. Hmm. River okay. Red Russell. I think I like River Rose better. Yeah, I do, too. Because what does what would the red symbolize except for I guess Taylor Swift, right? Blood. Oh. Oh. <laughs> we went really different directions. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. Do you think it's code for something? Yeah. River red. Is it something where like we should be rearranging the letters to try to make a word? I'm so uh, it's, it's really hard. Uh, I, don't know. I think it's obviously Red the, River. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, ew, a red river or a bloody river. I don't like that. Or just food coloring. Yeah. So, yeah, if anybody happens to know, please let us know why Britney it now, why it now says River Red. She's still at Britney Spears, but it's her name underneath her picture. Should we change ours right now to River Red? Probably. Also, how are you? You asked me how I was um, earlier, and then we got on a tangent. That is okay. That is nice of you to ask. I'm doing well. I am I'm officially in my 30s. In age and in um, pregnancy progression, I'm 30 weeks pregnant, which is wild. I was about to say, Grace, your birthday. <laughs> I had like a little panic mode that I've like forgot your birthday. <laughs> no, I remember this week I was like, oh my God, I'm like out of the 20s and in the 30s, <laughs> like of Here the pregnancy are. count. We, and for those of you listening, I am currently pregnant with a girl who David and I just call Gravita. Oh yeah. It's Grace. It's Grace and David with an A. If it was a boy, it would be Gravid. Mm-hmm. So uh, I will tell you though, little Gravita, she's moving around in there. Last night, I, I really felt like she was trying to escape. Just push on out of there, like you out know. Through the belly button. Oh yeah. Right out. But it's good. We start our like childbirth learning classes next month. And we've just we're base I basically live in a in like a baby gap or like a toys r us oh. if anyone if anyone needs like a pack and play i've got it all right here i just resell all the stuff i actually need before before <laughs> she's even born she's born and she can like somehow talk and she's like mom i don't have anything i'm like you know what mom mom's yeah, gotta make mommy a living money. okay mommy needed money but other than that is anything anything i finished watching the newest season of Ginny and georgia it took me a bit to get through it but i finished it the other day what'd you think I, I liked it. It I feel like the season started slow, but yeah. I liked it towards the end. It's just there's always something going on in that in their lives. I'm just any show like this that ends on a cliffhanger 
before you know if you have another season. Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, and it's also Netflix. I feel like they've just been canceling things left and right. I know. I know. So it's really sad. Fingers crossed we get a season three. I hope we do. Um, I finished Emily in Paris. Loved it. Uh, so good. That we know ending. that there's another season coming. Oh, my God. And that ending. Why do I already forget how it ended? Camille is pregnant. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Camille. I don't know what to think about it. But I loved that season. We started... The, the Servant season four, that chaos, chaotic That came show. out? Yeah, apparently it's out. We saw it last night that it was out and we were like, there's two episodes. Oh, I'm going to start that tonight. I didn't realize that came out. Yeah, it's it, they, M. Night really gets right into it. Like, it's like he gets, he hits the ground running with that first episode. I'm going to have to go back and see because now I can't remember how the, the last season ended for that either. We had to go back and look too. And we forgot the biggest part, which is Dorothy. She falls. She falls. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but it's it's good so far. There's two episodes out, so you can so you can definitely watch those. And this is the last season, so we should get closure. Yes, Rupert Grint was on a talk show that I saw, and he said that M Night answers a lot of questions in this season. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. So it's like, let just give it to us. We need to know what the heck is going on in that show. But other than that, not too much new. That's fine. that I can think of. I mean, you have a lot new, so yeah. We're just taking it all day by day. Step by step. Oh, day by day. We've talked about this. The intro to that show, the roller coaster, it's the best. Yeah. If you're ever looking to ride a roller coaster and you want to ride the roller coaster from step by step, why don't you head on over to Six Flags Magic Mountain? This sounds like a real ad, but it's I was not. just about to say <laughs> it's, it does sound like a real ad. So something did finally come out, which I think a lot of people were wondering because she kept it under wraps for a a decent amount of time, but Kylie revealed her baby's name, her baby boy. His name is Air. Tell me how I'm supposed to breathe with no air. It's spelled A-I-R-E. Yeah, it's it's pronounced like Air. Somewhere I read said that um, it's just short for billionaire. Okay. Oh, I see that. So it's pronounced air like billionaire. Well, or what, I mean, what you found. Oh, the penis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, what did what did you say it was in Arabic? It means penis. I think you sent me the thing. Oh, I did. Where's oh, yes, I did. <laughs> I totally did. Translates to penis in Arabic. Oh my god. Yes. We haven't actually fact-checked that, should we? Yeah, we probably should. I I sent David and our friend Kaylee, hi Kaylee, if you're listening, a screenshot of, I don't know that it was a meme, but it just says, Kylie Jenner announced her son's name, fans reveal it translates to penis in Arabic. (laughs) I can't believe I, pregnancy brain is so real. I forgot I even sent you that. Okay, so the Newsweek says that according to Urban Dictionary, it's the word A-R-A-Y-R-E. That translates Arabic as best friend, as well as penis, depending on its use. Oh, okay. That's very different things. Your best friend or your penis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but either way, I think it's a nice name. It is. I like the spelling of it. I will say that. I like, like in, in thinking about baby names in my current situation in life, it is fun to have a name and then figure out like a fun spelling to it. I think that's a really funny deal. We still don't know Chloe's baby's name, right? I don't think so. The boy. I don't think we know her boy's name. 
I'll probably wait for the keeping up or not keeping up just the Kardashians. Yeah. I really, I like the name though. And he's really cute. This has not been renounced. This has not been announced yet, but there's been a lot of articles some from some reliable sources that S Club 7 will be announcing a 25th reunion tour soon. Is there any talk of them coming to the United States? Not that I've seen. And I've I apparently from one article is said that they were supposed to have like already announced this, but that I don't know if you've been following Joe on Instagram, but she's had like four back surgeries. Mm-hmm. And so it said like once she's up and moving and can do it, they'll announce it. Because I, I, really... I feel like they just reunited, but that was 2014. Oh, wow. That Yeah, that was a long time ago. And it's every one of them? I think so. Wow. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? We'll just go to Europe if we have Literally, to. Literally, I will fly to London. Me, you, and Gravita take <laughs> Europe. <laughs> we, listen, we have to start her young with the greats. She's got to know S Club 7. Personally. Not just, not just know who they are. She needs to know them. Oh, my God. I would kill to see them, though. How fun would that concert be? Oh, a life-changing event. If you're new here, we did interview Joe and Tina separately from S Club 7. If you're a fan, feel free to go back and find that episode um, mm. or those episodes because they were just great. We just lived our best lives. We did. <sighs> pandemic was actually good to us in guest in guest guest form yes Mm -hmm. Mm um but you know what's good to a lot of people birthdays yeah birthdays are really good to a lot of people and we are nothing if not celebrators Mm -hmm. we celebrate everything everything this week kicking it off with the birthdays I did this for you, Dave, because it's just, it's just someone who's near and dear to our heart. One of your all-time faves, honestly, it's Miss Dolly Parton. Oh, we will always love her. Always. How can you not love Dolly? I actually don't know. She really is a national treasure. Best thing that's ever happened to the earth. To the earth. <laughs> it's a big statement. <laughs> I mean, like besides water. Oh, it's, it just, it's kind of hand to hand. It's like water yeah, and water Dolly, Parton. Dolly. They're like on the same level. I literally made sure that I got the Moderna vaccine because I wanted the one that she funded. Yeah, you did. I got Pfizer, but it was just because it was what was available. Dolly, yeah. I really would. I appreciate you and all that you do. Well, not enough, but. <laughs> You're like, clearly, in, clearly, <laughs> clearly not enough. Okay. <laughs> no, I, did two, to... I did I did two Moderna and a Pfizer. Oh, cute. Yeah, a little mix, like mixy matchy. Ooh, I think I did all Pfizer. Whenever I get the booster, I've got to do, yeah. I've got to mix it up. Next on the list, another queen loved her in a very popular show that she was a part of for a lot of years and a reboot. It's Jodie Sweetin, Miss Stephanie, Stephanie Tanner. Tanner. You know, I can't imagine that she minds it. Like Hillary Duff was saying when she was just on Seth Meyers, how she often is just called Lizzie because of the character that she played. Like if she's out in public, people still call her Lizzie and she just, it just is what it is. I feel like with Jody, Stephanie Tanner, just, she has to get that all the time. Yeah. I can't, if I ever saw Candace Cameron, I would, she's DJ. Like I know she does a lot of Hallmark movies now, but she's DJ Tanner. She's DJ Tanner. Yeah. She gave me a hug once. Oh, that's nice. Well, happy birthday, Jody. We just yeah. love you. 
Next on the list, very funny guy. I love this show that he was in. It's Rain Wilson, a.k.a. another person who's probably known by his character all the time. Yeah. Dwight. Dwight Schrute. I would never see him and not be like, oh, my God, it's Dwight. (laughs) So John Krasinski was on Smartless. He was talking about like just some stuff from The Office. And it made me really miss The Office being on Netflix and just being that accessible. Oh, yeah. So what's on now? Peacock? It's on Peacock, but they only have like the first five seasons for like the version that we have. Oh, that's annoying. Or no, sorry. Is it the last five seasons? No, I think it's the first. They don't have all of it is what is mm. my point. And it's such a great, it's just one of those shows. The Office is one of those shows you just sometimes just want to watch and just put on, whether it's in the background or not. Like if Tim and I couldn't find anything to watch, we'd put The Office on. Yeah. So I just really miss it. And if anybody works at Netflix, if you could just work on getting it back. Yeah, thank you. That would be really great. Thank you. Um, Next on the list, I actually saw his co-star post about his birthday this week, which is what made me think of him. It's Jerry Trainer from iCarly. iCarly. I saw Miranda post like a little happy birthday to him. And he's so funny in the show. And she said, I think in her post, like to one of the funniest people I know. So I'm glad it translates. Yeah. Last on the list, a one name wonder, Ellen degenerous we both did audience for her show for years oh my god we did you know she i worked conan way more than i worked ellen i think i did ellen like four or five times i preferred conan yeah it was just a preference but i think because i got used to like the people working there sure and everyone was very nice yeah yeah though th- that's the birthdays that's the old roundup the bttb b-day roundup should we call oh, it that now no Oh, you can. <laughs> oh, w- which one is it? So aggressive. Sorry. You're being sorry. you're being aggressive, but it's fine. I blame Gravita. Honestly, blame her. <laughs> Just let blame her. OK, oh, but happy um, birthday, everyone. We love happy, ya. happy birthday and a happy, happy reunion. Just happened on Netflix. It's also, I think this show is number one on Netflix right now. I would not be surprised. We're talking about that 90s show, which of course is a spinoff of that 70s show. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact talk about a show that we're confused as to why we weren't asked to be on. It's called that 90s show. Yeah, we are all about the 90s and the 2000s, of course. Yeah. And we would have loved to have come into this 1995 setting show. <laughs> Yeah, a show I, set in 1995. I also feel like you and I would have been great additions to the cast. Yeah, you know. Well, now I'm offended. I don't even want to talk about it. All right, well, so let's talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> so, as David said, this that 90s show it's set during the summer of 1995, and it features some of the characters from the original show. Of course, it's on Netflix. Check it out if you haven't. The show centers around Eric's daughter. She's a teenager and it's her forming bonds with other teenagers as she spends the summer of 1995 with her grandparents, of course, Red and Kitty, which obviously from the original show in Point Place, Wisconsin. It's 15 years after the events of that 70s show. I whenever I went to go watch the first episode, I watched it the night that it came out. I need, maybe I need to go back and rewatch like some of that 70s show, but Red and Kitty look the exact same. So as we, of course, said, Red and Kitty, 
they are back. Yes, but there are some new characters, of course, the teenagers. Willier, 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 <laughs> Wilmer Velderama is credited in three episodes. Topher Grace is in an episode. All of the main cast except Danny Masterson come back. You know what's crazy to think about? What? None of these six new actors, like the six kids in it, were born when that 70s show premiered. I can. (laughs) That makes me feel old. Even though, like, we were young when it premiered, that just, they weren't born? Not born. They were all born between 2005 and 2008. Oh, dear God. Are we old? I think we're yeah, getting old. We are. Yeah. Okay. We're getting old. That's fine. Um, parts of the furniture in the basement that they use is actually part of the set from that 70s show. Oh, I love that. I would hope so. I have to imagine. Like, I always think this when there's a reboot for the cast going back to it, that it's emotional in some way. And Donna from the show, she was quoted saying, it's so fun. It's all the same sets. And she said, when I first went there, I cried. I'm just like, the nostalgia is so strong. And it was such an incredible time in my life. I can't wait for people to see it. I think they're really going to get a kick out of it. It was like when they did the friends that it's like, I can't imagine spending so Mm -hmm. much time on a certain set. And then you kind of go back to that same spot. Um, like even Ashton Kutcher was quoted saying that it was, he felt like it was funny, but it was also weird because they were stepping right back into something that they, like he said, going back into the basement, just going back into the set was weird. And then everyone being around, it's just bizarre. It has to be. Yeah. I wonder if like the crew was even some of the same people. Does it have a season two yet or no? I don't think so, but they did say that if there's a season two, it will take place in 1996. So like it actually will follow like the year by year timeline. Oh, Oh, that's cool. I don't know where I've been, but this is the second spinoff of that 70s show. In 2002, in the middle of the original show's run, that 80s show, which followed a group of teens in San Diego, premiered and only lasted one season. However... Unlike last time, that 90s show has a direct connection to the original characters. I was going to say, were any of the original cast in that 80s? Should we just change this whole episode now and just talk about that 80s show? That 80s show starred um, one of our favorites from Grey's Anatomy, Lexi. Stop. What is this show? We have to find it. Glenn Howerton from It's Always Sunny. I'm shook. I've never heard of that. So this time around, that 90s show's creators, Bonnie Terry, Lindsay Turner, Greg Mettler, made sure that the show felt like a continuation of the original That 70s Show, which is what gives that 90s show the feeling of going home and revisiting a place you love. So as we mentioned, this show takes place over the summer, and it looks like that was a pretty intentional choice because it says that setting that 90s show over a summer vacation gave the creators and the writers a chance to invite original cast members back without them having to be in every single episode. So I, I guess, cause if it was like maybe a school year or something, it would be like, they would probably be, have a routine in, school, in their life yeah. and they would do the same thing all the time. But they said they wanted them to fit in as much as they can, but started thinking, They're all busy. These people have incredible careers and lives of their own. So this way they could kind of have them pop in in the summer of 1995. And there wasn't like a lot of pressure to keep 
the leg the, the legacy cast members and the arcs going. They could just kind of like jump around. That is because I feel like because Gossip Girl just got canceled on HBO Max. And I feel like if had they gotten more original Gossip Girl cast members to like pop in throughout it, people would have been more excited about it. So true. I always I think the same thing all the time. To me, the reason to do a reboot is because people want to see the original cast. They just do. Mm. In that 90s show, even if they're not in every single episode, you want to see them. You want to see like what they're up to. And it's the fun of it all. They had originally turned down an offer from Netflix for a spinoff. But during the pandemic, they loved the thought of wanting to go home. And that's where the idea for setting that 90s show back in the Foreman's house came from. One of the most emotional days of filming involved watching Deborah Joe and Kurtwood step onto the recreated sets for the first time. I'm not kidding. That gave me chills when I read it. <laughs> it said that Deborah Joe was in tears and Kurtwood was just looking around stunned. They said, I think we all felt like that to a certain extent. We went back on the stage with those sets, but when they came back in, it was just like home. Everything was exactly like it never left. And I think everyone was crying, which I would have been too. We love crying. <laughs> Piggybacking off of that, people were also brought to tears several times when Ashton and Mila and Topher and Laura, when they were all on set together. They made them look like just like their characters too because I feel I like Laura had been had like dark hair and orange the new black and then she was back to her yeah back to her red hair they do and they all look really good it's so crazy still that Mila and Ashton are a couple in real life <sighs> what a Who success was it? I saw some interviewer someone said that they like noticed the moment on set in that 70s show whenever they were like they're in love oh <gasps> I always wish that that would have happened for Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer. I know. When in the reunion for that, when they said that there was like moments of it, I was like, oh, why didn't it work out? They just looked like the cutest couple ever. (laughs) Wilmer Valderrama had not done the iconic Fez Fez voice since that 70s show ended. Bonnie recalled when we called Wilmer to see if he would come back and do Fez. And if he had any interest, he said, when do you want me? And then he said, I haven't done that voice since that 70s show. I don't make that sound. People ask me to do it and I won't do it. I love Fez. Fez is dear to me. And I told him I understood that. And it meant a lot that he wanted to come back and do it. Then Wilmer said, yes, Mrs. Bonnie and the Fez voice. And we died laughing. I was going to say, do the voice, Wilmer. Wilmer. Some of the furniture, which we've already talked about how the set, they did make it similar or if not the same, but some of it from the original That 70s Show set was actually in Ashton and Mila's basement at their house and they brought some of it back for that 90s show. So he apparently he has the original chair and the footstool from the basement and some of the cushions (laughs) and they brought it. So there was like it went from That 70s Show to their house from their house to the set of that 90s show. I mean, I always think if I was ever on like an iconic show like this, I would be taking stuff home all the time. All the time, just pocketed each day. Literally be stealing everything. Everyone's like, we're actually just losing too much stuff now. And then meanwhile, you leave each day with like more bags. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are. I don't know. Maybe it's just, maybe you guys just can't find it. (laughs) Maybe you're just like forgetful. You don't know where you put stuff down. Maybe like look harder. When the original That 70s Show cast was on set, 
They took the time to chat with the new cast members and give them advice. They would talk to them about their lives and what they were like both on and off screen while they were filming the original series. And it's Lindsay had said that there was a real collaboration between the older generation and the newer one. And it kind of felt like it turned a page into the sequel. And that's what showed up on camera too. And the kids, the newer kids would watch like Vilmer. Why do you saying Vilmer? Vilmer. <laughs> the kids would watch Wilmer do the Fez voice and they would talk to him about it and want to know more. Every time somebody was on set, they were always surrounded by like the new cast, but so they seemed to mingle really well, which I have to imagine helped with the final product. You know, oh, especially product. if like you're playing like their kids. Yeah. It's like, you need to have their mannerisms and it's, we already said it, these kids weren't even alive when the original show came out. So there's no. a chance they, they didn't really soak too much of it up. Do we dare? We dare look to see what the Rotten Tomatoes. I've already thought about it. I thought about it and I haven't looked. So if you want to do the honors and then I'll look up what they gave that 70s show. If you want to look up what they gave that 90s show. Okay. I will say the audience score versus the critics on Rotten Tomatoes is only 1% different. Okay. The tomato meter is a 75 and the audience is a 74, which is really good for Rotten Tomatoes. As you've, if you've listened yeah. to any episode, you know, we usually have beef with, with, we can't talk today. We, we usually have beef with Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> we do, but that's not bad. So I'm on Rotten Tomatoes for that 70 show and they have the average audience score, but where is the tomato score? It says. Maybe there is none. For the average tomato meter, it says not enough ratings to calculate a score. Okay. Okay. You know what? We'll take it. <laughs> but the audience score got a 79%. There we go. So that's, that's still a great, a great That's why score. there's a, there's, there's a spinoff. Oh yeah. I mean, if you love spinoffs like we do, we highly we recommend do. you go check this out. It's on Netflix. It, it, last I checked, which was last night, it's number one. It's not hard to find. Go check it out. And if you haven't seen that 70s show, it's also a great one to watch. God, I love, I sometimes love starting a show from the very beginning. If you have, especially if you haven't seen it. Oh, you got a lot of, you got a lot to do. You got a lot of homework. Eight seasons to catch up on. And they're all 25 to, or 22 to 27 episode seasons. They're very long. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what shows used to be. Like they were even talking about with how I met your father the season's 20 episodes and Seth Myers is like, oh, that's how they used to do them. Yeah. It's like unheard of anymore. It really is. We, we, we would be fine to sign on to a 27 episode. Yeah. Um, 47, season. whatever. Um, just email us at BTTP podcast at email <laughs> us. Oh my God. <laughs> Guys, we need to go. We have to go. We have just to leave. We're email us. Down. Email us at BTTP podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Thank and you. then if you, so you enjoy, if you enjoyed this episode at all, which we really hope you did, we really hope that you follow us um, because we, David's doing something funny with his finger because we got a lot more. We're getting a little punchy. We're getting a little punchy. We got a lot more coming up for you. We are on Instagram at BTTB podcast. We're on Facebook back to the best. We're on TikTok back to the best. We're on Twitter at BTTB podcast. If you go to our website, it's pretty simple. It's www.bttbpodcast.com. Everything Mm -hmm. is linked there. So if you just like don't want to do a lot of work, 
We highly recommend. And you can leave us a little message on there. Just a one-stop shop, everything you could want and more. You can even read about our 90s favorites on there. Just go check it out. It's a fun time. You know what else is a fun time? Tuning in. Oh, I love it. Such a fun time. And if you want a fun time. We're losing it. so bad. (laughs) Why don't you just go ahead and tune in next week? Please do. Where we Mm -hmm. are going to keep taking you. Back to, to the best. Goodbye. Are you okay? <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. I feel like the end of Mrs. Doubtfire. Bye bye. Bye bye. When she talks to Katie McCormick, Aww. she goes, Bye bye. Isn't that a thing? All right. We should stop now. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs>